Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. And I'm Ellie. I'm Chris. And uh, is it your pace or mine today, Ellie? Uh, let's start with yours, Chris. What's going on with your running? Hey, I'm a runner this week. You know, I think, I think listeners are never going to know when they, when they download that podcast and press the play button. I think they're, they're unsure. Is Chris a runner this week or is he talking about how he wants to be a runner again? Well, this week, folks, this week, if you had runner on your bingo board, you are a winner. Take a drink. <laughs> yeah, um, it's good. It's real good. Real, real good. I got myself an attitude adjustment, um, got my eyes on the prize and, you know, staring at the skies, all that kind of stuff. Doing pretty good. You ran 10 miles. That's like pretty long for not having run for like a month. Well, yeah. So, I mean, that was the culmination of my big week. I trained all week in order to get up to 10 miles. <laughs> well, oh, shit. Couch to 10 miler in a week. <laughs> I got uh, I got 26 miles. this. In fact, I got 26.3 miles this week. You I ran, ran a marathon. A, I, ran a, I ran an ultra marathon this oh, week. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> 26.3, baby. Or you ran the New York City Marathon because when you finish that, you got to walk for two more miles. I feel like I, I did not like the bonus 5K after the New York City Marathon. Oh, you've <laughs> done it? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, no, nice. I was like, hey, folks, I uh, I did my marathon. I don't need a 5K to get out of here. And they were like, no, no, it's free. Just take it. In fact, your stuff's all the way over there. So you don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, the bonus 5K was something special. Uh, but, yeah, hey, that's the thing. Um, so last week, uh, well, I guess it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I recorded a really good uh, running inside out podcast. And, you know, whenever I have one of those, that's really good. I sort of like try to paddle my surfboard out and catch the wave and, and ride it for a little while. And I'm a, I'm hanging 10 right now, Ellie. I'm hanging 10. I mean, I mean the three superstars you talk to, I would be too, is Weldon running. Weldon's running his skinny little butt off. Oh, man. Um, That's good. Weldon, Hobbs, and Osvig. But it was just more one of those, like, it's one of what I consider, like, the quintessential running inside out, where, like, the microphones disappear and the recording doesn't matter. And it's just people sitting around talking about running, you know. And those are are often, I mean, that's the reason why the podcast was started, right? Um, so one of those, and yeah, so I put on my, uh, my Tommy Bahama shorts and I paddled out in the water and got up on that wave and been riding it for two weeks now. So that's what, uh, that's what's going on. I'm real pumped for this episode, actually. Like, I'm so glad it's so long cause <laughs> I might like tears. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's funny because you know, it's, it was very long (laughs) like and uh but it's also like we did it in the world of covid so it also starts weird and it's also like out in my backyard 
and I have a train that runs through my neighborhood and there's animals and dogs. And so it's like a classic running inside out. Like when I used to record in Genesee Valley Park and the guy came over with the weed trimmer and it's like one of those classic episodes, you know, so it just, and it went on forever. And, uh, so that'll be out soon. Um, but I've been like, uh, like I said, riding that wave, doing, doing some running. I was out in the heat. Oi, oi. Um, but yeah, I did, uh, I finished off Saturday with a 10 miler. Had some sixes. Oh God. Oh, I also had, oh, this is the one I wanted to tell you. This is on my notes. I have one little post-it note and it says, tell Ellie about Greenway. So maybe we should have started with your pace, Ellie. I got a lot to talk about apparently. I um, have one note and it says misc, which means miscellaneous <laughs> and there's nothing on it. <laughs> to do. <laughs> I guess I completed that list. Yeah. Check. Put that in the bank. Ba-bang. So uh, this was Tell Ellie About Greenway. So on Thursday, um, went out with my buddy Garth, and uh, we went on the Greenway Trail. And uh, it was Thursday, if you remember. Uh, well, here in Rochester, we had uh, torrential downpours, like big time, big rain, thunder type stuff. But I hadn't got out Thursday during the day because, well, work. And then... Um, it was like later and it was starting to rain and I kind of texted Garth and I was like, so what are we going to do about this? And we're like, well, once the big red dot blew past Rochester, we decided we'd go out in the rain and we went. Um, and so we're on the greenway. Literally, this is flat, double, you know, it's rail trail type stuff, you know, runs along the canal. It's plain Jane. We were running and I got stung on top of my head and then I got stung again and I was like, ah, and it was raining and it's like pouring out. Why the hell is there something that stings people out in the middle of the pouring? That doesn't happen. That's not. Was it one of them murder hornets? Uh, that's so, so with my whole thing with the bees from last year and the prednisone and the allergic reaction, I'm like, if that's a bee, I'm doomed. Like, uh, so we were running, and then uh, I, I said to God, oh, ow, 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 blah, 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 because I'm getting stung on my head, like, a, you know. And then he turns around, and he's like, oh, keep running. And apparently there was a swarm following us. So then I start running. He starts running. We're running away. It's pouring rain. It's There's thunder overhead, and we're running from a swarm of something that we don't know what it is yet. And they like, I guess they caught up to us because I started seeing them land on like Garf's hat and shirt on the back. And they weren't like bees, but they looked really small and shiny. And then so. Were they um, deer flies? So I thought they were deer flies because of the way like my head was like hurting. But Garf said that like the back of my neck wasn't bleeding. So I was like, it couldn't have been a deer fly, but I don't know. So we just kept running. But now we're like, well, we can't go. It's an out and back on this trail. We're like, well, we're not going back that way. Um, so there's a farm next to this rail trail. And we decided we're going through the farm. And eventually the farm like ended. And then we could see the road like a half a mile ahead of us. But it was all weeds between the farm and and there and as we're going through the weeds it's like oh okay they're up to our waist oh now they're up to our you know chest oh no now they're over our head and like we're going through these weeds because we're not going back through these murder hornets you know 
Um, but then we we got back on the trail after we skipped their nest, and they were still following us. Like they were, they must have been everywhere. I don't know. And then finally, I we stopped, and I there was one on Garth's hat, and I looked at it, and it was like a golden. It looked like a golden black fly, like it had the stealth bomber shape, like a black fly does, but it was light brown and not black. So I'm. Uh, Summer was like, well, there's a thing called yellow flies. And I was like, I have no idea what they were, but she counted at least five bites on my head. Um, so that was just a little six miler on Thursday. Um, so that's traumatic because I avoided the black diamond today because on Friday I got bit there twice or a couple times. But see, my strategy is I run faster than the flies. You could try that next time. I, and, I, do you think I was not trying that? <laughs> Thanks. Um, Thanks. Well, so the, and I just, they are traumatic because when I was like seven and my little sister was three, we were going out behind our house and we had lived on a lot of farmland and we got attacked by a swarm of them and she's three years old and I'm seven and like, not even me, like, yeah, I was getting eaten alive, but I was just like, I'm trying to like run and pull her back. And like, it was just this feeling of helplessness. Like I cannot save my sister. Oh my God. Like it was so traumatic. So now whenever like I see deer flies or anything, I'm like, no, you. And I like, Oh God. Yeah. I have no mercy when it comes to that. So yeah, I, I, I would probably have yeah done exactly what you did except faster. Yeah. So, I mean, we ran, I, I mean, it was the middle of a thunderstorm. These, these flies had to have been out for blood cause like they're supposed to be hiding during thunderstorms. Like they're not supposed to be out. They hungry. At least that's my understanding, you know? Um, but anyways, so, uh, but Garth and I were talking and like that greenway, uh, is like this place where transformative things sort of happen to me. <laughs> like it's always been weird or big events that happen on that Greenway Trail. Like uh, just so many. I don't even want to go into them all. But um, like that's where I started after that. After a run on the Greenway was when I went home and recorded the first episode of Running Inside Out five years ago. Like that was a big deal. It happened on that Greenway trail. And it was just like, it was a terrible, bad run. Black flies and rain, actually black flies and rain, same, the same thing. Like just getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. And it was like June, uh, the day after Cayuga in 2015. So June 4th, June 7th, June 7th, I think. Um, it was just, it was like a terrible, horrible run. And I started running inside out. Um, and just, I've met, um, I met a really good friend, um, for the first time, like I hadn't seen them in like two years and I saw them on the Greenway trail for the first time. Um, it was the first place where somebody said, Hey, uh, don't you do running inside out podcast? Uh, and I was like, that's weird. Um, but, uh, there's just lots of things on that trail. And now like, I was like, well, maybe this is one of those pivotal life moments, you know? Um, and so maybe something crazy will come of this really horrible, strange, odd run. Um, and so that's what I'm looking at it as, but boy, it was Thursday crazy. Have you ever had that? Have you ever, have you ever had a run where like when you're in it or right when you got done with it, where you, are you like, 
Have you ever been like, things are going to be different now because having just had this, this, things are now going to be different for me? Funny you say that because I had a really good run yesterday. And so that's fresh in my mind. So that's what I'm going to, that's all I can really think about at the moment. Um, And so basically I've sort of been uh, following my coach's plan um, to do more five and 10 K training, but I also snuck in a little, like, do you think it's possible for me to run a sub five minute mile? Like I asked him that a couple like weeks ago and he was like, it'll be tough without a track, but yeah, we can work on it. And I was like, all right, cool. I mean, the training wasn't going to change much. It's still all new. It's still a lot of hill work, a lot of fast, short stuff. And so nothing has really changed. But then this week when I got the schedule on Saturday, it said um, four by 30 second on, 30 second off, and then a four minute jog, and then two minutes and 30 seconds at like as fast as you like can manage and to like mile pace. And so immediately I was like, I'm going to run that up. I'm going to try to run that at five minute pace, even though I told him that he was like, you know, I'm always like, I think you should try for five ten to five fifteen because you need to run where you're at, not where you want to be. Of course he's smart. Am I smart? No. So of course the whole week I was like, I know, but I'm going to try. Like, I have to try. Like, it was this whole day. I was like, I just have to try. Like, and because he was like, two minutes and 30 seconds is a lot longer than like the one minute intervals. Because I have done like a couple one minute intervals where I've been at sub five minute pace, which is a big deal for me. Like, this is big. I know not, not for other people, for me. And so, uh, he's like two minutes and 30 seconds is a lot longer than one minute. And I'm like, I know, I know. And so like, but in the back of my mind, of course I have that little, like, you're going to try, you're going to try. And I have a pacer and it's great. And so, um, yeah, this past Saturday I woke up and it was going to be, it was going to be warm, but I was like, you know what? All you can do is try. So, uh, yeah, we did the first, uh, four by 30 seconds on 30 seconds off. And then, I was like, in that four minute jog, I was like psyching myself up. I was like, just try, just try, just try. And then um, my other teammates who weren't doing the same workout that I was doing were there in the same park because we all do the same, the workouts in the same place. And um, so then we just, I just started and oh man, that was so hard. (laughs) And like by the, in the last 30 seconds, like my arms were going numb. Like I was just like running so hard. And I was, cause I thought, and of course I like, you're like, okay, you can slow down a little, like it's fine. But I was like, no, just keep going. Just keep going. Nothing else matters because this is actually just the first like eight minutes of the workout. I still have another 10 minute tempo section and then six by 45 seconds after this. But I was like, none of that matters as long as you can do this. <laughs> so like, uh, I do, I get it. And then all of a sudden, like I click my watch and I know that like, we're real, real close. And so I don't know like the exact splits until after the workout, but I knew we were close. My pacer, he was like, no, you definitely got it. Like you don't. And I was just like, I remember clicking my watch and like my teammates were also there because they, I ended up passing them because I'm running a faster section while they're like on a recovery interval or whatever. And I just remember like clicking my watch and being like, holy, did I just do that? But then of course it's like two minutes and 30 seconds as hard as you can. And then it's into a 10 minute straight tempo. So like, I don't really have time to like 
you know, revel in my glory and like, you know, bend over because then I'm in like a six ten tempo for 10 minutes, which actually felt extremely easy after that. And, but then, yeah, so I finished that workout and I just was like glowing all day. I was like, wow, I'm like actually halfway there, like halfway. That's so much more than at zero. Like, <laughs> wow. And uh, I had a great day yesterday and I was like all high energy and spirits all day. And then today I definitely crashed. Like I was like, all that energy was gone. Like my, I think today I stumbled through a really easy run. It was like 90 degrees already when I went out running this morning. And then I had to work all day and I was just like dragging. It was a very long, very like just long day. But, you know, it's worth it because yesterday I ran two and a half minutes at a fast pace. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. So five minutes, two and a half minutes at five minute mile pace. Yes. Woo. Yeah, I know. I know. So, I so things are going to be different now. I mean, I feel like I accomplished half of a goal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anything's really different. Like, like I just felt so like good. And I was so glad that like my teammates were like there, but not really like they were there, but it was like a little different than doing like a team time trial. And then my pacer was like, great and helped me out so much. He's been a wonderful workout partner. And, um, so it just, I kind of feel like it's more like I'm validated that I am actually going in the right direction because, I'll be honest, audience and listeners, all of my workouts have had no paces. It's just hard, medium, easy, up-tempo. Like, those are the descriptions. It's not like, run this at this pace, run this at this pace. So it's been a lot of me learning my body and learning what easy, medium, and hard is. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but this one was, like, the first time in a long time that I've actually, like, I want to run this pace and I want to do it. And now you know what it, you know. Not that I know, but I, I know what it's like to run a six-minute pace, not a five-minute pace. Um, but now you know what it feels like to hurt at that pace. So yeah. the next time you do it, it should hurt a little bit less. Or I'll be doing it for longer. <laughs> right, right. Which means the first part will hurt a little bit less and the last part will hurt a lot more. I don't think it's going to hurt a little bit less. Like, yeah. I mean, I think it's just, no, that's not really how it works. So what's funny, you mentioned your uh, crash. And uh, so I went out yesterday and I did 10 miles and I was like, you know what? I, for me, I work better when I sort of do the, I'm going to go out for X amount of time when I'm trying yeah. to just go for a long run. That's so how I'm we like, do it too. I'm like, I'm going to go do two hours. And, you know, normally 10 miles in two hours, you'll just do that. You know, if you're on a decent trail or you're in a, you got a decent uh, conditioning and stuff. But yesterday I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go do two hours and I'm going to go around Menden. So basically there's a loop that you can do around Menden that you can get 14 to 15 miles, or you can sort of cut in at places and cut down. And so I was like, I'll do sort of an inside loop at 10 miles, you know, and 10 miles and two hours, they sort of coincided, you know, pretty much. Um, and so I came right home and normally like when on the weekends in my, my previous life, one of my various previous lives, if I had like a really big run, um, I would kind of crash. Like I would come back, I would eat something and then like just crash. But yesterday I didn't do that. I came back and I was like all energy all day, you know, through the night and everything. I woke up today and I struggled 
like <laughs> struggled for four uh, for five miles today. Um, and it was just like the air was like soup and I was just like breathing and each of my legs felt like two legs heavy. And I was like, why, how did you get so much heavier overnight? I was just lifting you yesterday. Mine is just my feet. My feet and like toes are really awkward and they just, oh, recently they've just been hurting. Yeah. Oof. I just felt like my quads didn't want to do any lifting today. Like my quads are like, we're we're on the, we're on the hammock over here in the sun. And, uh, the rest of my body was like, come on body. And my lungs were giving it their all. My lungs were like in and out, in and out. And I was like, I'm sorry, guys, I can't, I can't help you today. That's how I felt. Yeah. I was just like, I am going to just plot along and every roller skater that went by, I was like, I'm in the wrong sport. I'm in the wrong sport. <laughs> they look like they're having so much fun. Yeah. And it was just, uh, but, you know, I ran up at Durand and uh, so Garth and I, we finished, um, we did a, uh, a uh, Mephomidal loop and uh, the old, the old Mikey Valone Mephomidal at Durand one mile loop after we ran, we we're like, well, we'll finish up. We'll do a Mephomidal loop and then we'll go in the lake. And so there is, I can see why people in California kind of lose their mind a little bit. Because there's nothing better than finishing a long, hard, humid, four miles, four miles, long, hard, humid, sweaty run, um, and then just walking into the water. And suddenly your body, all the things that are racing and tensing and hot and sweaty and about to shut down, they all just chill. And you're just standing there in nice water. Nice and cool. Everybody else around the lake in their bathing suits and everything having a day. And you two big sweaty, gross trail runners just walk in on the sand in your trail shoes right into the water. Just I mean, you were probably like a lesson that, that the parents were teaching the kids there. Like, see those guys, kids? Yeah. Stay in school. Well, that... <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like they're exercising and you go and stay in school. <laughs> and Don't this is drugs. viral winning schools, kids. Um, no, but we just kind of just, you know, but we both had our, our car keys in our shorts. So we're in the water holding our, our head, our hand with our car key above our head. Oh, and we're standing in the water. Like, yeah. Oh, but it felt so it good. It felt so nice. Oh, I so just good. love the like laying on the floor. Yeah, in your own filth. The only problem is that I have to mop it up afterwards. After the workout, so, you know, on uh, in parking lots where there's, like, a painted section that has, like, a handicap sign on it. Yeah, you put the crime scene right there. I, like, lay down in that, in in the painted, because it's, like, cooler than the the rocks. (laughs) I love... My favorite thing about you, Ellie, is there is zero shame in your game. There is zero. Got it. You be you. Got to be you. I love it. It's my favorite. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a good day. Although that crash. <laughs> and then today, like, so after that little four mile run for 4.85, um, cause, but a lot of that's in the water, honestly. It's a water. It's a water mile. Um, you know. But, uh, so then I got home and I made an egg and cheese wrap and 
Ker Blamo out on the couch. Done. Not after the 10-miler yesterday, but after the 4-miler today. Ker Bonk. I went to work and I tried to shut my brain off, but I can't do that at work anymore because I am a manager. Boss lady. Oh, God. Responsibility. Nobody wants that. Responsibility. Ellie, where do I go? I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to the cooler. (laughs) I'm going to the cooler. You stay here. I'm going to go back there. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how you do that sort of thing. That's well, that's lucky. the reason that I can not have high mileage nor do long runs and still somehow pull an ultra out of my butt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cha-ching! Yeah, because you know how to compartmentalize. I bet I, I, bet I walked, like, okay, so Kiuga was yesterday, and I bet I was walking faster than half of the people on that course in my in my just in my job, so... <laughs> Um, Prove me wrong, guys. It was a little bit warm for a Cayuga, uh, especially a Cayuga with a late start, huh? Yeah, a couple of my friends did Lucifer's, and they didn't start till 10.30. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that it was a double bill, Cayuga and Lucifer's, but it, yeah. it makes sense. Makes sense. That Get them all done in the one day, and all the New guy. York people, and yeah. I don't know how it went. I still have to talk to Amelia about that. Yeah, but, I didn't. Obviously, I didn't go. Speaking of Amelia, so audience, in case you haven't noticed, I cut my hair. And it looks real cool, you know? Because when do I do anything that's not cool? And, <laughs> um, but it also is like, so I buzzed part of it. And so, I, and I also, I have a very, we call it androgynous form. And so I buzzed my hair. And Amelia... The next day is just like, and I also posted something about like how being like giving no doesn't mean being indifferent. It just means being okay with being different. And then so the next day, Amelia Kaufman, she just direct messaged me. So what are you gay now? (laughs) And I was like, only for you, Amelia. Only for you, babe. It was so funny. It looks nice. Your new hairstyle looks really nice. I like it. Thanks. Which, by the way, guess who inspired it? Um, Sinead O'Connor. No. <laughs> uh, Roseanne Barr. Yes. <laughs> Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Um, no, uh, so actually Dwayne last Dwayne The Rock week, Johnson. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've seen one movie with that guy in it and it was like called the game plan. Oh, so good. So good. The rock is cute. Good. Yeah. She's like you. She didn't, she almost die cause she got bit by a bug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. All the, all the rocks movies are cute. That's what he makes. He makes cute movies. You watch Jumanji. That's good. Good. No. All right. So, uh, no, I sent you a picture of my daughter. I'm sorry. I was making I was making jokes with you. I knew who inspired your. Well, you were already inspired, but um, I think she gave you a little bit of extra oomph. Yeah, I need the extra push from an eight year old. Nine. Nine year old and a half. <laughs> Nine point five year old. But no, you had said you know you saw it and you were like, oh, I was totally looking at these cuts. Yeah, and then I was like, well, that, if that girl can do it, I can do it. 
And, and you know so I did it. Yeah. And you're both walking the walk now. So, you know. Both in our uh, str- in our stop androgynously. <laughs> Although when my when my daughter came home, I didn't I didn't say, "Oh, Riley, so what are you gay now?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, the reason it's okay that Amelia <laughs> says this is because Amelia is gay. That's why it's okay. If it was anyone else, you'd be like, "Get the hell away from me!" And it's like, a, but Amelia is also like my best friend, so it's fine. I was like, Amelia, if I ever, like, God, if that ever were to happen, which I'm sorry, we've discussed this, it's not happening, but you'd be the first person I would tell. Like, I wouldn't just cut my hair and put us in on Instagram. <laughs> <sighs> Sweet Lord. Did I ever tell you the time that, you remember when Ian, well, now he does have long hair again. Do you remember when he had really long hair? Like yeah, before well, Grant's that's when I met, I met him. He had long hair, and then the next time I met him, it was all gone. Yes. So uh, I worked for Ian briefly in his store for a couple months and, um, like, actually worked for him. Not like what I do now where everybody thinks that I work for him, but really I'm just a walking billboard. Um, he, uh, We were sitting next to each other in the store, and somebody asked if, like, we were – if I was his daughter or, like, if we were related because, like, we had the same, like, color and length hair. It was really interesting. I was like, we look nothing alike besides our hair. It's like how everybody thinks that me and my two other coworkers were both my height and have brown hair, how we must be related. Like, even without the masks, it's like, no, we look nothing alike. She's Thai. Like, no. <laughs> Like, oh God. CTV Refresh is a, a family business. Family owned, family run, family operated, family employed. Yes. Ah, speaking of CTV Fresh, Ellie, sounds like it's transition time. So I'll start. I've been eating a lot of uh, marinated tofu this past week because I found like blocks of organic tofu on sale for a dollar. So I got a couple. And then here's my strategy audience. This is a pro tip. When you get it home, cut it open, slice it, and then freeze it in like a freezer bag or whatever. I usually saran wrap them and then freeze them. And then whatever you want to eat that night, take it out or even the next day, take it out and then like put it on a paper towel to defrost. And then that takes out all the water. So you don't have to press it. And then when you put it in your marinade, it soaks up all the marinade. Yep. So that's, that's like changing. That's a key, uh, key thing with freezing it. Cause freezing it forces all the water out. Yes. Key. And the slicing also, because else you'll freeze the water in. So, yes. Yes. Slice it first, then freeze it. The other thing um, that I have done, if you are not a planner, or say you just get your um, extra firm tofu home from the store, but you need to cook it in like an hour, um, still do the slicing, but then put it in a, a strainer and run boiling hot water over it. That's oh, uh, because okay. the boiling hot water will cook the proteins in so that they uh, push the water out. So, gotcha. 
Yeah. So that's the I'm in a hurry tip instead of the pressing. And I mean, the pressing works if you cut it nice and thin and you press it. That's cool. But pressing a one pound brick, it's never going to come out how you want it to. No. Yeah. And you're not going to eat it like that anyway. You might as well. It's like. Oh, man, I did that a couple of weeks ago. I I had um, a little one pound uh, brick and I sliced it into little slices, almost like you're slicing a loaf of bread you know, for toast, like little tiny slices. And I laid them all out. Um, and I just put a, um, nine by 13 baking dish. You know, I put a paper towel, nine by 13 baking dish on it for a little while. And because they were so thin, they just, you know, dried right out, put some teriyaki sauce in it, a little bit of olive oil and a frying pan, kerblamo. And basically I had teriyaki tofu snacks. Like I just, I put them in a container and left them in the fridge. And when I was like, hmm, I need a little snack, I would go and grab like two of those. And they were super good. And it was like super easy. You know, I think a lot of people don't like tofu because they always say it's mushy. Yeah. And so, and then it, in like really, then you just got to fry it out of it. Like seriously, double fry, <laughs> triple fry, extra fry, and then it's delicious. Well, and if you press it, you really only really have to fry it once um, and with very little oil. But if you, if I'm you an overachiever, it, extra oil, extra frying. Yeah. If you leave them big, you have to fry them more. But if you yeah. slice them nice, you know. I also made tofu scramble one day and that was really good. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eggs, spinach, tofu, roasted red peppers, wrap. Oh, okay. I've never done eggs and tofu together. Mm. But I'll see it. I'll see that. Yep. What have you been eating? Well, um, so yeah, I had those tofu snacks. Those are real good. Just like straight up, you know, little tofu snacks. Um, for breakfasts, I, uh, because I've been getting up and running in the mornings, I've just been going with a, uh, one of the RX bars for like a breakfast with my coffee, just something simple and get some protein and some carbs in. And then I come home and uh, it's been eggs, lots of eggs these last uh, two weeks, lots. Um, and rye toast. Rye. I love rye with mm. little butter and peanut butter on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, um, on Tuesdays when we uh, do workouts, then we'll do like uh, my workout partner comes over and we make breakfast and he's like real into eggs. So I'm all, there's always like 17 eggs going in there and I'm like, where did these go? I don't know, but I like, <laughs> we ate them. So yeah. Yeah. No, eggs are great. Yeah. I've been, um, been, you know, that seemed to be the magic key when I, when I went, um, without animals, the one thing that I, I was, once I added it back in, uh, and felt right, it's been eggs. So I feel like, um, that, do you know your chicken? I don't know my chicken. Mm. Mm. No, I know, know, but I know someone who knows my chicken. Is that good enough? I guess so. Yeah. Second degree, second degree. (laughs) Second degree. Yeah. That's not. uh... (sighs) All right. That sounds great. Yeah. I think we did it. Yeah. I think, you know, put a, Put a, put this in the nest and sit on it for a little while. In the first degree. <laughs> uh, all right, miss. Well, it was really good to chat with you. Always was. I'm so excited. I'm, we're gonna, we promise to be uh, every week. 
Oh, do we? Every week or two. All right. So every week or two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we got to figure that out. I mean, I feel like we should talk every week. But, yes. perhaps, but perhaps everybody wants everybody wants to listen to us once every two weeks. All right. Perhaps. Hey, if you're uh, a patron or if you're an avid listener, um, send us an email at hamstringsandheartstrings at gmail.com and tell us how often we should do the show. Yes. Or want to know? We, we can tell people that. But do you want to know who, what's going to happen? They're going to hit my DMs. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. This <laughs> is DMs. You can hit my. Have to change your handle soon. You hit my DMs, but uh, no, nobody's nobody's answering that doorbell. So. <laughs> Yeah. I can't even remember. Was don't I on Instagram? I'll do the legwork here. Was I even on Instagram this week? I don't even remember. I don't even think I was. Good for you. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I was. I had a lot of laughs. Talked to a lot of friends. It was great. A couple giggles. Couple. Couple chuckles. Oh yeah, many. So many cat videos. Well, if you if you want to see uh, if you want to if you want to get at Ellie's DMs. Or if you want to see what she's chuckling at, she's at Gazelli with two Z's. Um, I'm at but Run Inside also, Out, but don't yeah. expect anything around there. And then there's uh, Hamstrings and Heartstrings. Which there we, is. Which we only really kind of tell you when we put on an episode because Ellie's too busy on her own social media account in order to uh, do podcasty social media-ing. Yep, yep. No, I, it's on my list for my next day off. Now I have to do all the stuff on my day off. You ain't got no days off. Remember when you had days off? No, when was that? <laughs> um, no days I'll off. I'll do it on Tuesday. I just have to, I can't, like, uh, when days that I work at CTV, I can't really do much. I know. Like, I can do this, and I can do an interview or two. But uh, I need to just do everything on my days off, which is which you put up the episode after my day off. So I have to wait till Tuesday. I don't know when I put up the episodes. So it's a it's a game of life. It is. And you can uh, be a winner at the game of life. I don't know that one. We're done here. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.